At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome back to the golf off-season podcast called Short Shots, the alter ego of long shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you here on vSIN and vSIN.com, the sports betting network. The tournament on tap for this week will be the Mayakoba Golf Classic at El Camaleon Golf Course in Playa del Carmen, right outside of Cancun, Mexico. But before we get into that, let's first go over what our off-season schedule will be for the podcast series. And this will be the last one we do for about a month. This is the final PGA tournament of 2020. Uh, We will resume the podcast schedule on December 29th. That will be our 2021 season preview. Uh, We'll also take a look the following week at the Tournament of Champions. That is the kickoff event with all the prior winners from the past year at Kapalua, the plantation course in Maui, Hawaii. And then the following Tuesday, it'll be January 12th for the Sony Open, the second of the two Hawaii events, and then we go over stateside for the event in La Quinta, now called the American Express, formerly the Bob Hope, and then on January 26th, we resume with Long Shots, the full broadcast program here on the airwaves and over the video release, or the video stream, rather, on VEASAN and VEASAN.com for the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines in La Jolla. Wes Reynolds, good to be with you again. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. I'm glad you uh, enjoyed a good holiday, and uh, it was a couple weeks ago, a pretty darn good tournament out at uh, Sea Island in St. Simons Island, Georgia for the RSM Classic. Yeah, Robert Streb uh, emerged as the winner, and uh, his second PGA Tour win, by the way, his first PGA Tour win was uh, also at the RSM Classic, so horse for course, and we kind of saw that earlier uh, in the season, I think maybe about a month, month and a half ago, when uh, Peter Malnati made a nice run at the Sanderson Farms, and uh, that was his lone PGA Tour win, so Robert Streb, uh, 2014 RSM Classic winner, now 2020 RSM Classic winner. 
He will have a two-year PGA Tour exemption through August 2023, invited to next April's Masters. And uh, look, just last year in 2019, last year, it seems like five years ago with uh, <laughs> the way this year is going. But he actually had to go through the Corn Ferry Tour Finals to regain his PGA Tour card. Uh, doesn't have to deal with that anymore. So uh, he went off, uh, I believe I saw him at 300 to 1. He was number 367 in the world. And uh, looked like he was going to blow the tournament. He pretty much was the main leader throughout the weekend and the guy to beat. Well, then uh, Kevin Kisner, of course, uh, uh, ties it up with him. And uh, look, uh, Robert Streb just hit an absolute dart on that playoff hole uh, to to beat Kevin Kisner. A great wedge shot. And uh, he gets his second PGA Tour win. And uh, gosh, that's got to be comfort before a holiday. Knowing, okay, I've got a two-year exemption. I've got the Masters locked up. Because we'll get into it uh, for this week's event and kind of some of the other worldwide events. Uh, A lot of jockeying for position here at the end of the year, especially uh, in order to qualify in the world rankings uh, for the uh, Masters invite at the end of 2020. There really wasn't anything other than the prior win at the RSM Classic for Robert Streb that would have led you to him as your pick for the RSM Classic. He'd been in pretty horrible form and Mm -hmm. missed a lot of cuts as of late, but great to see him. And I remember it was on Twitter. Somebody had asked me, you know, did you see this coming with Robert Streb? And he's a guy that can always make a lot of birdies. Right. But he just hasn't been able to do it for four days straight in a long time. And he finally did. Kevin Kistner. Now, I want to say it's like 0 for 5 or 0 for 6 in playoffs in his career. Hasn't yeah. won one That's yet. amazing. And I, I tweeted that out on Sunday because uh, when when I got back from doing our, our, our Sunday show and then I turned the playoff on on the other uh, monitor in the midst of also watching the full NFL card and I saw Robert Strepp hit that dart and I was like, isn't it amazing that a guy that rolls it as well on the greens as Kevin Kisner, who I've been screaming to add to the Ryder Cup team just because of his putting acumen, uh, and he's 0-5 in playoffs. That's that's absolutely astounding for a guy who can roll it on the greens like he can. We had a couple of names that made uh, some noise there on the final day or over the weekend at the RSM Classic. Uh, my uh, top shot or closest contender was Harris English and shot a 62 on Sunday, but uh, just a little too little too late. He really blew it on Saturday. I think he shot one over par, something like that on Saturday. That really derailed his chances. Corey Connors has been playing very good mm-hmm. golf. Patton Kazire, we know he typically fares well. Seaside down in the south on those Bermuda greens. Jason Day with another good showing. You know, of course, he was really hot over the summer, cooled off in the FedEx Cup uh, playoff series, and and then showed up uh, quite nicely, finished uh, 12th at the RSM Classic, did Jason Day. And then Bern Wiesberger. Mm -hmm. You're familiar with him, of course, with all your studies of the uh, European Tour. Uh, But that was kind of interesting to see him with a high finish like that. Yeah, and we saw that a lot of the European players stayed over an extra week, basically, right. uh, that were, especially if they were participants in the Masters, right. uh, decided to go ahead and stay uh, over a week. And then obviously had the Thanksgiving holiday this week, some of whom have returned now to Europe to play uh, back-to-back weeks in Dubai. The big Dubai event, of course, is next week, the Race to Dubai final, where you're going to have the big names. Uh, Patrick Reed is actually going over there to play. He's uh, trying to win that Race to Dubai title. Uh, John Rahm, all the usuals, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, I'll have to look. They haven't announced the commitment list yet, but you know, uh, they stayed over and then got a couple weeks off and then going to go play for that big prize at the end of the season on the European tour. 
Well, let's move to this week. Again, the final tournament, the final official PGA tournament of 2020, and that will be the Mayakoba Golf Classic. Again, at El Camaleon Golf Course in Playa del Carmen, the Chameleon. Uh, not too far. I want to say it's about 20, 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes out of Cancun. I've actually played this course. I was on vacation there uh, with some family and some family friends there a while, a while back. And growing up, you know, late 80s, early 90s, Greg Norman was always my favorite player. And uh, this is a Norman design. So I wanted to go check it out. And uh, I remember these, you know, really grainy, large blades of grass on the fairways and whatnot. And earlier today, uh, I made the mistake. I said, yeah, that's just Bermuda grass putting surface. I just remember that grainy Bermuda type grass. Uh, but it's actually past Palum, which we saw uh, in Putacana in mm -hmm. the Corrales golf tournament or Corrales golf course earlier for the Putacana Classic. And so those two courses, I think you need to use them together where you see guys that are putting well on this surface. And other than these two golf courses, Wes, we really don't see that putting surface at all, hardly all over the world. We don't. Uh, I found a couple courses. There's a couple out there. The one I really ended up relying on, and we get to our selections, I'll explain further, was uh, Wailai Country Club in Honolulu, where they played the Sony Open in Hawaii. And I looked at over the last 10 years, you have had four individuals that have not only won here at Mayakoba, but have also won the uh, uh, the tournament at Wailai, the Sony Open in Hawaii. And uh, some of them even did it on uh, concurrent years. But uh, Pat and Kazire, right, a winner at both. Matt Kuchar, yep. also a winner at both. Johnson Wagner, a winner at both. And Mark Wilson, a winner at both. Hmm. Kuchar, 18 Mayakoba, 19 Sony Open. Kazire, 17 Mayakoba, 18 in uh, Sony Open in Hawaii. Wagner, 11 at Mayakoba. 2012 at the Sony Open, and then Mark Wilson 2009 at the Mayakoba, and in 2011 at the Sony Open. So uh, we talk about courses that correlate to, uh, you know, the golf course that we're previewing or the golf tournament that we're previewing every week. And, of course, Wes mentions the Sony Open and the YLA course out there, and I certainly think that makes sense. That's absolutely one that was on my list, uh, not, only, not only because of the putting surface and the grasses, but also the seaside location. Uh, you do have uh, quite a few holes here that are along the ocean there in Playa del Carmen. Uh, Corrales Punta Cana, I mentioned, uh, again, also in the Dominican Republic, a seaside course with similar putting surfaces. Port Royal Golf Club uh, for the Bermuda Championship, which was held about a month ago or so. Sea Island for the RSM Classic just a couple of weeks ago following up the Masters. And then another couple that I used uh, because of I guess the not necessarily seaside venues here, but similar as far as ball strikers. And I think it seem, there seems to be some crossover west. Guys that putt well on Bermuda also putt, uh, putt well on Pass Palum. So those two courses, uh, I used Wyndham, Sedgefield Country mm -hmm. Club, and uh, also the Valspar. Yeah, those absolutely make a lot of sense. Uh, and you can make uh, cases for correlations, I guess, with the... Uh, with uh, where they play the RBC Heritage. I've yep. seen that a little bit out there. Uh, and a couple guys I played are good coastal course players, especially on the West Coast, not only in Hawaii at the Wailai and at Kapalua, but even at Torrey Pines, albeit different putting surfaces. I mean, 
coastal, generally guys that went on coastal courses uh, went on both coasts, so to speak. I wonder, I'd like to ask a tour player and our friends uh, Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz that host the uh, Subpar podcast have been a guest on Long Shots before could probably tell us, but when I have putted on past Palum before, it seems very similar to Poana to me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a spongy surface, can be a little bit bumpy, but like I said, there seems to be that crossover. Guys that putt Bermuda well also putt past Palum well. I wonder in the tour player's mind, which is a more similar ter- right. uh, surface to them. This is because this is a slower green surface when I was looking at it, just about 11 or mm. so on the stint meter. So these are more pure greens in some of the research that I've done on this. And you see them obviously in a lot of these island courses and not only in Mexico, but Bermuda, Puerto Rico, uh, a lot kind of in uh you know, south of the continental United States, if you will. So, uh, yeah, th- these are going to be a little bit slower greens. These aren't going to be the super fast greens. They obviously, some of them putted on at Augusta a few weeks ago. I think uh, you're going to see the greens being slower here at this type of golf course. It's similar to the theory that they use across the pond for the British Open because you can get big wind here, and uh, they don't want those balls to start rolling off the green or oscillate while they're on the putting surface, so they keep the uh, grass a little bit longer on those greens. But the wind is really not supposed to be a factor at all this week. You're going to have temperatures in the high 70s, low 80s, and I've seen wind in just the 5 to 10 mile an hour range. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, this that that's this is kind of what you have to do. You have to look a little bit at the course correlations, I think. And, and I think what we've seen over the last several weeks, it's really course form that honestly has been better than recent form, taking obviously Dustin Johnson winning the Masters out of the equation. Uh, by the way, uh, DJ was actually supposed to be yes. in the event this week. And then I think uh, he figured out when uh, he was with his uh, bride and, and Paulina at St. Bart's and realized, okay, I've made about $21 million since August 1st. I won the Masters. I'm the number one player in the world. I probably partied my you-know-what off in St. Bart's with my wife for about a week. I'm in a Thanksgiving food coma. Yeah, I don't need to play here. I think I'm good Justin for Thomas, now. <laughs> you go ahead and be the favorite in this event. Yep, that's exactly what happened, and I can't blame him for one bit. Uh, let's go over some of the skill sets that we looked at uh, for this course, and uh, I looked at uh, four areas. I looked at greens and regulation mm-hmm. and also at strokes gained approach. Usually I look at one or the other, uh, but I went ahead and looked at both this week, and then I looked at par four scoring because we are in a par 70 golf course here, and I looked at scrambling. I didn't pay too much much attention to putting uh, pretty much more of a ball striking angle I took this week. Yeah. And I think that's the absolute right thing to do because this is not, this is not a course where you really got a pound driver here. It's right. just at right about 7,000 yards. And you look at the previous winners that have won here. None of these guys are really what you would call bombers, Brendan Todd, Matt Kuchar, Pat and Kazire, Graham McDowell, Pat Perez, Charlie Hoffman. Uh, I mean, distance is never really a disadvantage, but I, I looked also at greens and regulation as well. Uh, seven of the nine last winners here uh, at Mayakoba were 10th or better in the field during their respective winning weeks for greens and regulation. So I looked at that. I also looked at strokes gained approach as well. Well, let's take a break here for a moment. And when we come back on the other side, we'll put together all of our picks for you that we have this week for the Mayakoba Golf Classic. We'll also get Wes's picks that he has for a couple of European tour events this week. We'll be right back in just a moment. Keep it here on Short Shots right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So let's get to the picks, uh, the outright futures, some of the prop markets, anything that you have in pocket West for the Mayakoba classic. I will let you lead off my friend. Yeah. And before I get to a pick that uh, I just wanted to kind of point something out, I didn't get a chance to do in the, in the first segment here. Uh, I alluded to it when I said, this is the last event of the PGA tour season. So it's kind of the cutoff point to move up in those official world golf rankings for PGA tour players. Now over on the European tour, there are two events this week, one sanctioned with the sunshine tour in uh, South Africa, South African open at Gary player golf club. Then there's also an event in Dubai before they get the final Dubai event uh, next week. So the reason why I bring that up is that I think it's important is because at the end of the calendar year of 2020, if you're not other otherwise qualified for the masters, if you're in the top 50 in the world golf rankings, you earn an invite to the masters. So now, that's the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, you're not like totally screwed if you will, if you're outside of it, but it's a good way to wrap it up because one of the, the event that we had last week, we had one event. It was the sunshine European co-sanction event at the Alfred Dunhill championship. And, uh, Christian Bezudenhut Yes. Uh, won the event. He was ranked 61 in the world. So what does he do? He goes up 20 spots, and that was a weaker field than obviously this field in Mayakoba. So now he's at 41, so he's pretty much assured that he's going to be back at the Masters next year. So these are very important events late in the year for these guys, and I want to mention a few guys that are kind of on the bubble before I have you jump in here. Uh, Brendan Todd ranks 47th, Ricky Fowler 49th, Kevin Streelman 52, Ches Reeve 54, Russell Henley 56. Then you get into the 60s with Wills Alatoris, Joel Damon, Benny Ahn, Adam Hadwin, Graham McDowell, Adam Long, all the way down to like 75. Like those 10 players I named 
are not qualified yet for the Masters. How about Ricky Fowler? I know, it, Isn't it, that it, amazing? It's unbelievable that, that, that you would just expect, okay, we know he's struggling, but he's going to be in the Masters, right? So Maybe not. And he's been... He's been tipped by some people I respect this week, and I think he had a runner-up here three years ago, I believe, in 2017. So uh, no time like the present for Mr. Fowler to get going, but they will do another ranking cutoff, I believe, in March. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. This isn't like it, but still... It matters because the you know going into the new year, it's like okay, I'm already in the Masters now. Let me focus on winning, getting FedEx Cup points, making money, the usual tour kind of thing. And you'll of course have all the way up till the uh, final event prior to the Masters. If you win, you yeah, will get into yeah, the field. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I think if the schedule is normal, uh, I believe the Valero would be the event before. Uh, and uh, we've seen guys uh, take that route to get in. So obviously, if you win, you're going to get in the Masters. But that top 50 will matter in the cutoff standpoint. All right. Well, very good. And uh, that is amazing. Ricky Fowler ranked 49th in the world and uh, right there on the bubble to possibly not make the 2021 Masters coming up in April. Again, one of the qualifiers is to rank top 50 in the world. Of course, if you get a win uh, in the season, then, of course, you are invited as well. Everything a little bit screwy. And, and it was really screwy this year with a guy like Daniel Berger, who was not in the top 50 in the world last March, did not get the invite mm-hmm. uh, to Augusta this year. Uh, Hopefully things will resume to normal for 2021. All right, let's get back to the Mayakoba Golf Classic and your picks and maybe these guys that are on the bubble trying to get into that top 50 in the world rankings. Did that influence some of your selections this week? A couple of them I did play and not just for that, but for other reasons. So I'll kick off with the uh, shortest price. And that was Russell Henley. Mm -hmm. I got a 25 to one. He's might be a little lower now, but uh, four top 10 finishes in his last eight events. He obviously had to sit and watch the masters at home because he wasn't uh, part of that cutoff earlier in the year. And he's had a really good 2020, just no wins. Uh, Liked him at the RSM. He disappointed. He was tied for 30th, but this maybe could be the good event for him. He's 56 in the world, so he is not that far outside of the top 50. Uh, only played this event twice and never really contended here, but I think he fits the profile. He is number one in this week's field for strokes gained approach, and we yep. talked about we like that stat this week. Ninth over on tour, also number two in this field for strokes gained tee to green ninth on tour. So the ball striking is good. We know Henley loves Bermuda, which this surface more resembles Bermuda than bent grass, even though there's some different nuances. Uh, Henley also a former winner of the Sony open in Hawaii, which I indicated I felt was a strong correlation with this event. So I did play Henley and then I'll mention two of the other guys that were in those rankings. That I used, uh, they were both in the 60 to one range, Adam long, mm-hmm. uh, another player just outside the bubble. He's at 75th. So he probably needs like a top three or so here. Been playing well too. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, was runner up here last year to Brendan Todd, solid form over the last couple months. He was fifth at Corrales Punta Cana, which we mentioned same green complexes uh, tied for 11th at Houston T 13 at the U S open. So has some good results. Uh, Joel Damon, another one, uh, 60 to one finished uh, six here last season, not too removed from the uh, top fifties in the kind of the low sixties with his world ranking. Tied for 12th earlier this year at the Sony Open in Hawaii. So maybe some guys. I did have a couple guys that I thought played well earlier in that event this season 
that I used here, and uh, Joel Damon was one of them. All right, I'll go a little deeper. The rest, I, I only played six guys. I gave you the three shorter shots, and then I went with three long bombs. Uh, at 125 to one, I took Kevin Streelman, and uh, three of his recent starts, he's finished third, 21st, and 28th. That was at, uh, I believe, the CJ Cup and also Sherwood. Uh, Streelman is definitely of the ball striker mold, and uh, earlier today on the edge with Dave Sherapan, Rich Zanko is also on Kevin Streelman, and I wasn't just necessarily tailing Rich, but I started to look around. And I said, "Yeah, that makes a lot he of sense." He does make sense, and I've seen people that I respect uh, and add you to that list. Uh, her on uh, Mr. Streelman this weekend. Uh, I remember that year he won in Hartford, where it seemed like he birdied every single hole yes. on the back nine. So that guy can get real hot with the butter. And one twenty-five is a crazy price. I think at circa he was like fifty-eight or sixty. So I, I, I'm almost getting double what I've seen him in in uh, other stores here. So took Streelman at 125, uh, took Vaughn Taylor. I took Vaughn Taylor uh, a while back towards the end of the uh, fall season. He's really not in good current form. He's missed four out of his last six cuts, but the two cuts that he made, he's starting to progress. He's finished 30th and 40th. So maybe he's coming around. He does have good history at the Sony, all these courses that we mentioned, 140 to one big price. And, and I thought that I, I'm, I'm thinking Von Taylor should probably be more like a hundred to one. So 140, I felt was fair. Uh, took a shot with him, and then maybe one, of, maybe my favorite long shot. And I saw our buddy uh, Dave Tyndall's on him as well. Got Brian Stewart at 160 to one. One of the straightest drivers on as tour. As accurate as a hitter as you'll find. Exactly, very accurate ball striker uh, off the tee. Uh, third, 33rd, and 50th in recent starts for Stewart. Also played him on a top. 20. So uh, those are all my outrights right there. And, and, you know, other than McCarthy, whose biggest strength is putting, I think all those guys are steady, straight hitting ball strikers. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of finished out my outrights. I ended up on seven uh, with good ball strikers as well. Russell Knox at 70. Yep. Bit a bit hit or miss over the last couple months. He's missed three cuts in six events since the uh, official 2020-2021 season started at the Safeway. But in the other three events, ninth, 15th, and 16th, so mm -hmm. respectable. Yep. Three straight top tens uh, if you go back from 2015 to 2017. A second, a third, and a ninth. So like the form. Uh, Charles Howell the third, 75 to one. Uh, eight top 20 or better finishes in his last 10 events uh, at Mayakoba. Maybe the best player ever in the history of the Sony Open? Yes, absolutely. And I mentioned that because uh, uh, he's finished runner-up there twice. I think uh, I, I, I wanted to say I might be getting the numbers wrong. I thought it was like eight top tens in 13 appearances. He's played there literally something over 20 ridiculous. times, I think. Yeah, it's something ridiculous, and he's just never won. So uh, Chucky, three sticks at 75. Longest price, uh, Pete Malnati at 110 to one. Two top fives this fall at the Sanderson Farms and then right here in Summerlin at the Shriners over the last couple months. Uh, fourth in tour in strokes gained putting. Top 10 on this course back in 2015, also was T12, along with the host of other players at the Sony Open in Hawaii. So, uh, you know, went a little down the board this week. Uh, I know we have at least some quality at the top with JT and with Kepka and with Finau, but thought you could maybe skirt the favorites this week because guys want to win every time, but it also might be kind of a vacation. It's like, well, I'm already committed. 
you know, Playa del Carmen is not that far just south of Cancun. So, you know, maybe rest on the beach, take a little vacation, get the hell out of the house uh, since everybody's locked in. Yeah, Playa del Carmen is really yes. cool. It's a very cool spot. Uh, so as far as uh, the derivative markets, I played all my guys, either top 10 or top 20. I took Russell Henley for top 10 at plus 225. And then the rest of the guys, the other five, I took all for top 20 finishes. I did not do any head-to-heads. Um, you know, again, last event, uh, you know, this is oftentimes in the past been an alternate event Mm -hmm. where I really haven't, you know, dived into this. Some dudes are going to be real serious about this. And then some guys, you know, might be on vacation, right? The guys that are usually in a WGC event during this time, uh, like the Kepkas and the, and the JTs Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, uh, versus the guys that you and I uh, have for our outright. So I haven't studied the the head to head matchups as much for this particular golf course. So I did not dive in here. Uh, anything else for you? And then also, uh, maybe some of your plays for the uh, South African open and the golf and Dubai championship. Same that I did with the top 20s. A couple guys I didn't play on outrights that I did play on top 20s. Henrik Norlander, Doug Gim, who got in as an alternate on in this event on Monday. Uh, Tyler Duncan. All those guys are kind of around 9-2 to to 5-1 to one basically on the uh, top 20s and then played my outrights on top 20s. Uh, no real matchups for me here in this one either. Uh, I'll start with uh, Dubai because that's actually, hopefully you get to listen to it Tuesday night because that'll start Wednesday morning morning. Uh, just played a couple guys basically for interest. Uh, another guy that's trying to get in the top 50 is Matt Wallace, mm. who is 51st in the world right now. Mm. Uh, the six, Englishman. Yes. 16 to one at Dubai. So I liked him. I've been playing Thomas Peters a lot yep. lately. And re- recall he showed, showed well at the U S open before the, the putter kind of let him down on the weekend. Uh, 18 to one. Audrey Arnas, a guy I like to play. I think he's got future stardom written all over him. A Spaniard, 33 to 1. Marcus Armitage, 40 to 1. And Alexander Bjork at 66 to 1. Only four for South Africa. Uh, it, this is at the Gary Player Golf Club where they used to play the Ned Bank Challenge here. Uh, Matthias Schwab, 20 to 1. Uh, the Austrian. Uh, Mixed it up here a little on the PGA Tour this summer, and then now he's back in Europe. Uh, Richard Bland, 35 to 1, and then a couple South Africans that are down the board from the big names, the usual names like Bizudenhout and uh, Brandon and uh, Brandon Grace, Grace and yeah. those guys. Uh, Louis de Jager, 50 to 1. He's got two top fives over his last four appearances in Sun City at the Gary Player Golf Club. And I'm going to butcher this name Neil Scheitekat who has played this track 13 times as a professional. He's a pretty much a full-time Sunshine Tour player in South Africa. He's made the weekend 12 times, though, in the 13 events, won the Sun City Challenge on this course in 2018, and a runner-up last month uh, on this very course at a Stableford scoring event on the Sunshine Tour. Very nice. I was kind of surprised to not see uh, perennial contenders and winners in this event, Louis Ustazen and Charles Schwartzel. They may be playing, I don't know if Schwartzel will be, but Ustazen may may be playing Dubai next week. Next week. Yeah, yeah, for the for the race to Dubai because this is an extra event that they added. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't write it up for PSW because it'll be off by the time the readers would read it. So uh, a decent field there. Not, none of like the real huge names like the Fleetwoods or the Roses right. or the McElroys, but Wiesberger's there, Wallace is there, Danny Willett's there, Sullivan, kind of your usual European players that have pretty much been playing there all summer. 
All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Short Shots. Thank you for checking out our podcast here in the offseason, and we'll be back with Long Shots. We remind you uh, in normal form on January 26th. We'll be back with our next episode of Short Shots on December 29th as we do our 2021 PGA Tour season preview. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds saying thank you. We'll see you next time. Have a great golf weekend, folks, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.